Georgia. Welcome to the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we'll be discussing what happens when we love missions more than we love God with our lives. Then we'll be answering a listener's question about the best way to prepare for culture shock before your mission trip. Finally, we'll be updating you on what new content we have on our website. With that, let's get started. I think we have a lot of very angry people right now, <laughs> uh, very angry listeners, because um, because in December, mm-hmm. way back when, we used to podcast once a month, right? and then in December of last year, we committed to podcasting every other week, right? so, um, and last week, uh, we, we missed our podcast. So I, I was sitting right here waiting for you to show up. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet you were. <laughs> you no, know, we were out of town last week mm-hmm. uh, and weren't able to get our podcast done. Um, but so we're now we're podcasting this week. So right. we're, we're kind of flip-flopping weeks now. Yeah. I don't know if we were podcasting on all the even weeks or the odd weeks, but now we've, we flip-flopped. Right. Um, so we missed our podcast last week. We're here for you this week, though. <laughs> um, but I just like to think that maybe maybe uh, we released podcasts on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of angry people <laughs> that woke up and were just like, No podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where are they? <laughs> Well, I hope that. Well, no, really, probably nobody noticed. Probably but not. we're back. Yep. Yeah, see, you didn't notice, did you? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. You had no idea that we missed a week. But uh, so it's June. It's 100 mm-hmm. degrees outside, like we said last time. Yes. I've got my sweet tea. In fact, you I've do. got a pitcher of sweet tea on the floor <laughs> to refill uh, if necessary. Um, and we're ready to go. Yeah. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Well, this podcast is brought to you by Something New. Mm-hmm. Uh, hinted at this on our last episode, uh, but we have a brand new t-shirt. Woo-hoo. So we're excited uh, to finally announce this. It's called the Compass Tee. And the Compass Tee is a navy blue t-shirt with a compass-looking design, you know, north, south, mm-hmm. east, and west. Have you ever seen a compass I have, before? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um And it's a reminder that the beaten path we're used to isn't always the best path. And when we break away from the norm, from your normal everyday routine, and begin moving in a new direction, hence the compass, God can lead us to amazing places and even more significantly amazing people. Mm -hmm. But it all begins with that choice to move in a new direction. So that's what the Compass Tea is all about. And you can see it for yourself uh, by visiting preparemymission.com slash compass. So we have a little blurb about that in a little video. You can check that out. It's a great way to wear something that means something and support us uh, in the process. Preparemymission.com slash compass. And with that uh, exciting little announcement slash sponsor message, we will move on to our featured conversation when we love missions more than God. Stay tuned. 
So what happens when we love missions more than God, and what do we even mean? We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, But quick reminder, if you have a question or an issue about missions uh, that you'd like us to talk about, you can let us know. You can email podcast at preparemymission.com. Well, I didn't announce this at the top. This is a pretty amazing episode because we have two amazing guests on the show with us today. Um, we have David Platt and Francis Chan, uh, who are joining us today uh, via a video that they pre-recorded uh, and put on YouTube a couple of weeks ago. So they're not actually here, um, but through the magic of YouTube, we have them here with yeah. us today. You're clever. That's funny. Oh, at least I made you laugh. <laughs> Everyone's really disappointed now. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I'm, I'm a little disappointed myself that they're not actually here. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we have a little four-minute clip, uh, audio clip we're going to play for you, uh, where David Platt, is David Platt, mm-hmm. yeah, brain fart. Yeah. Uh, David Platt and Francis Chan were talking about this very topic, and this is really going to intro uh, what we're going to talk about for the rest of the podcast and what we mean with our podcast title. So... With that, take a listen to this. I I don't know how much you struggle with this, but for me, one of my biggest struggles is I'm so task-driven and I want to accomplish so much that I focus on all these commands. I got to do this, I got to do this, according to scripture, even in making disciples. And... um, And sometimes it doesn't come out of this overflow of my relationship with Christ. Mm. And and at times he hasn't been central. And I just get busy with the task Mm. rather than those tasks coming out of an overflow of really knowing Jesus. Mm. You know, the surpassing value, surpassing worth of knowing Mm. Christ to to where sometimes I can worship revival or worship... Um, gosh, how many disciples are, you know, this, this is what excites me um, versus I know the God of the universe. And I think for some people who are natural doers and, and, and maybe want to rebel against uh, this whole, oh, I feel Jesus in my heart and it's all emotion and no action, we can go overboard and just do, do, do and forget that that's not out of an overflow of who I am in Christ, how much I enjoy being with him and knowing him. Um, one of my friends described it this way. He says, you know, there's those imperatives in scripture and there are those who focus so much on the imperatives that they forget the indicatives, you know, the things that have already been done, what has been accomplished in Christ, who I am in Christ, these promises and truths, you know, and it's because of these truths, therefore I naturally do and obey these commands. It's because I love Jesus that I obey his commands. Jesus, if you obey me, you're, you're gonna obey my commands if you love me. And, and so for me, sometimes uh, I wrestle because I, I, I see the task at hand and I just get busy. Um, and when I do that, I can, I can lose the power, I can lose the joy or find joy in the wrong things. It's this constant tendency I think we have to take the good and make it great. Uh, to take the really good and make it ultimate. I mean, I think about, uh, remember, I guess it was back in the 90s where there was all this discussion about worship, worship, and it was like, our, our, I think we're starting to worship, worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now, I mean, there's a lot of good discussion about 
disciple making and, and mission even. And so if we're not careful, we're going to begin to worship these things that are, that are good things that the Lord's called us to. We've become so consumed with them, our affection so driven in those things that our affection gets pulled away from the ultimate object of our affection, who is God. Like, and then when He is in His proper place, then these things flow like they should. Disciple-making, worship, missions. But if we're not careful, I know in my own life that I can get so passionate about this, doing this, that, that I'll, I'll, I'll get so focused on that that I'll have to pause and think, oh, I mean, this, I'm more passionate about this than I am about God. Like that's, that's dangerous. It's subtly dangerous. And so to, to step back and say, all right, I want my affection, my attention to be focused solely on God mm-hmm. and, and trusting Him, loving Him, adoring Him, and then, and then obeying Him in all these ways. But obeying Him only by the power He gives in the first place to do it. And that's where the gospel really is the antidote to our idolatry. He has, he's paid, he's paid the price for our sins. Like we don't have to do these things in order to earn His favor. Like we can rest in the, in the righteousness that Christ has bought on our behalf. And it's resting in Him and adoring Him and loving Him that it's, it's, that's the spring from which, from which obedience is intended to flow. And it flows so much stronger and fuller in that way if, if it, that's where it's coming out of. If, if not, then it just gets empty really quickly. Well, leave it to David Platt and Francis Chan to completely <laughs> knock you off your feet and go deep super quickly. Right. Um, so two great minds talking there, mm-hmm. and now we have two mediocre minds <laughs> debriefing it. Something like that. Now yeah. you're sm- you're smarter than me, so you go first. Oh man, yeah, um, we pretty much are just debriefing here. So what are your what's your initial reaction to that? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I initially was like, wow, you know, this is challenging. Obviously, something to think about. Um, but I think for me, first of all, I just you know kind of verbally sharing my thoughts here verbal vomit you can say that <laughs> um i had i identified my first reaction was that i identified with francis chan when he was talking about being task driven so you feel this tension yeah i do and and i think it's not so much um it looks different i think for me personally because my task driven mindset is okay, you know, what am I doing daily that's helping me grow? Did I read my Bible? Did I pray? Did I, you know, all these right. things. Um, and I think that's just kind of how I grew up was that checklist, you know, right. idea. Um, and I think whether it's that or if it's being task-driven in, in the missions world or however, um, it it can be dangerous because I think what, especially for me, what, what you fall into is, basing your spiritual standing or your, you know, quote unquote, spiritual growth off of um, what you are or are not doing. And subconsciously, I think you're saying, okay, God, what can I do to make you love me more? What can I do to earn your favor? And obviously we as Christians know that God's favor is not earned. It's given freely, you know, and um, his love is not earned. It's given freely. Right. So I think that is something dangerous that we can let our subconscious mind and heart fall into. Um, I think for me, it came from a different, so it sounds like yours was, you know, you're trying to measure up or, or mm-hmm. something. 
And that's what Francis Chan was touching on for for a minute there. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's different. Like I'm so uh, task driven, not to earn God's favor or love or feel you know fulfill that part of me. Right. So I feel like I un- I grasp that pretty well. Right. But it's to fulfill me as a, a man or like hmm. fulfill the the uh, or to create joy in right. my life as as. Uh, a person, hmm. um, that my tasks, my task drivenness and my missions, my love for missions, um, uh, becomes the avenue from which I fulfill my needs, right. uh, instead of God. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, and absolutely. that's where the title of this podcast really comes from, uh, when we love missions more than God, because I'm using, uh, those missions to fulfill parts of me that God was supposed to. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely I definitely feel the tension, and I get so task driven. Mm-hmm. And just to get more honest, you know, with the site and focusing on social media and kind of living this in and out the mission stuff, right. uh, I get so focused on creating the next best piece of content or the next best T-shirt or whatever mm-hmm. that achieving those goals becomes where my joy and fulfillment comes from, right. not my relationship with Christ. And that's I think the heart of it is like, where is your joy yeah. coming from, Christ? Or the mission side, which kind of make you feel pretty good and build right. you up or whatever. Yeah, because I think, and this is this was my next point, but I think when we're more passionate or more focused or affectionate on what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, however the tasks are, if, if that's what's driving our passion and our affections versus God, then the success is based on the outcomes. What are we getting out of it? What are we seeing out of it? Um, you know, the re- and I well, think- your joy is dependent on the outcomes. Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The we base our success and our joy and our yeah. emotions. I mean, I think that's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, you know, and I think that not only emotionally is is it draining and, and exhausting, and it does strip away our joy if, if our affections based on these outcomes of what we're doing, you know, um, and how it's going. But I think it also is saying that we believe we are in control of the outcome, yeah. you know, and rather than, true. you know, noticing that God or acknowledging that God has ultimate Yeah, it's control. a roller coaster of, you know, if you're going on a mission trip and it goes really well or it goes poorly, it determines your, you know, your joy and your right. uh, your, your demeanor more right. than your, your stable relationship with Christ and, you know, having that foundation that's un, unmovable and right. not based on... You know the, the 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 circumstances in your life and in your missions field, yeah. and you know, for me again, going back to me personally, you know, I this one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because I do feel this so much. Like, oh, page views were up this month, or page views were down this right. month, or you know, people are downloading our podcast or not downloading it. And for me, uh, at least, and you know, this is a huge challenge for me because a lot of times my joy is based on what's happening in that arena. Right. Um, and that's, you know, really what I, th- I think, um, I think this gets at. Yeah. And looking at this from, uh, the, an average mission trip goers perspective, not, you know, I know my circumstances are different with page views and podcast downloads or whatever, right. but just sharing that kind of more, you know, that personal side. Um, you know, I think the question for, um, for most people is, 
when it comes to missions, where's your joy coming from? Is it the traveling? Is it from making new friends on your mission team? Is it from doing something that matters or feeling like you're making a difference? Which are all good things, like David Platt was saying. Mm-hmm. Like it's these are good things. Yeah. But our primary joy needs to come from the one who's giving us all those experiences to begin with. And there's right. a big difference there between finding your um yeah, finding all of that meaning and that joy in what you're doing. Right. And finding it in the one who's sending you in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I I liked where he said and he kind of David Platt kind of ended with this, but where he said that, you know, joy does become absent and it gets empty quickly. You know, and I think that's a good good thing that you can, you know, if you feel like you have these moments of great joy and then emptiness, that might be an indicator of okay, what what is your joy being based on? Right. You know, you know and if it's not coming from Christ uh, and it's not rooted in, in your relationship with God, then it's no different than uh, someone getting joy from going to a concert and feeling the camaraderie there right. versus, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you go to a concert and you feel that camaraderie and that common, you know, passion, that that's the same joy that you would get going on a mission trip with your team and kind of both, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, rooting together. Like that's the same, that's the same worldly joy, but there's a deeper, more intimate, more fulfilling, um, uh, fulfilling joy that comes from a a, a solid relationship with Christ. And that's where, yeah, I think that's, that's the, that's the, that's the tension, you know? And, um, I see this in our generation, you know, in the ones mm-hmm. coming up behind us that we have that passion and that focus and that desire to serve and mm-hmm. to see social justice, but it comes from our desire to do something great with our friends and yeah. something great with our lives, uh, which again, is not a bad place for these things to emerge. It's just not the best place. Right. You know, these need to be an overflow from our relationship with God, right. you know, what happens behind closed doors. And a lot of times it's not. Right. It's an, an overflow of adrenaline. Yeah, or what what everybody else is doing. Or yeah, yeah, I'm, absolutely, I agree with that. So, do you have anything you want to jump in with there? If not, I've got some. I guess practically speaking, you know, a few questions to ask <laughs> ourselves. But... I have a question to ask ourselves. All right, as go well. for it. Um, it's probably similar to yours. Um, I think mine was just kind of like, well, the question is, how do we evaluate our hearts to ensure that what we are doing is coming from the overflow of our joy and love with God, you know? I think for me, uh, a pretty good test is just like, you know, uh, when, when, when I get really busy, um, when it, whether it's doing missions or working on the website or whatever, um, in those moments is my time with God the first thing to go. And mm-hmm. I know that's kind that's of an point. obvious yeah. one, but like if when I get super busy in those moments of, you know, mission worker or serving or whatever, mm-hmm. um, do I cut that out first? Right. And if I if I do, then obviously, clearly, my strength and my joy mm-hmm. is not coming from that. It's coming from the adrenaline or whatever I'm right. getting from in the moment. You see wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, what's your answer to that? And again, it's, it's <laughs> kind of obvious, but yeah. I mean... Sometimes you have to say that out loud. Right. Well, I think for me, it's really how, how am I responding when things don't go as planned? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if I respond negatively, I think that really shows me where my focus and affections are mm-hmm. um, compared to, you know, just responding with grace and acceptance, you know, and being humble about things. Um, 
So I think for me, it's, it's really how do I respond, whether it's two people or two circumstances, when things don't go as as I thought, you know, yeah. or I would hope. So I think the the other thought I just had would be another test for myself would be is my participation in uh, in missions or is my involvement working on the website more consistent than the time I spend with God? Right. Because if that time is more consistent than my time with God, then I'm clearly p- putting more emphasis on one that, one over the other. Right. That's so good. I think you got to ask yourself, you know, what is central to your fulfillment and your joy? And is it, um, is it, is it your relationship with Christ? Because if your ministry is central or your goals are central or preparemymission.com is central, mm-hmm. you know, in my case, or traveling with your friends is, is central, then, um, then you're, you're serving from the wrong place. Right. Um, and am I more passionate about preparemymission.com or more passionate about Kenya or more passionate about traveling than I am passionate about God? Right. Um, and that's a real hard mm-hmm. question to answer, especially if it's, you know, especially if in your heart of hearts, you know, oh, yeah, and you know yeah. what? I I do put more into that than, than I do my relationship with right. God. That's real hard to say out loud, yeah. but I think it's really healthy. Well, because it's so easy to justify Oh, well, you know, this is a great thing. This is a great cause, you know. And like you're saying, it's so it's easy to take something great and want it to be the ultimate. Yeah. You know, but yeah, those are great questions. So I think that about wraps up this conversation, mm-hmm. at, at least for now. Do you yeah. have any final thoughts before we get to a, uh, a question for others to respond with? Um, I mean, I just think ultimately this is really important to reevaluate consistently throughout your life, you know, no matter where you're at or what you're doing. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was good. I'm glad we, it's challenging. So my question for, for, uh, others to respond with is just simply, do you feel this tension? Um, uh, do you feel this as, you know, in your ministry at church or maybe while you're serving, uh, internationally, especially this summer? Um, so let us know. You can tweet at us at prep my mission, or connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Prepare My Mission. We would love to hear your thoughts and not feel like we're the only ones. <laughs> it's just us two and David and Francis. That's right. We're on first na- <laughs> uh, first name basis, mm. of course. But yeah, we, we all feel this a little bit. So we want to hear from you guys. <laughs> that was creepy sounding. We'll move on to our listener question. Keep listening. This week's listener question comes from Abigail. Abigail tweeted at us and asked, what's the best way to prepare for culture shock before my mission trip to Africa? Do you want to answer first? Sure, I'll take a whack at it. Sure, go for it. (laughs) Um, Well, I think the first step is acknowledging that that is a real thing, that you're going to experience the culture shock. Okay. I I think culture shock a lot of times comes from people not expecting it. Yep. So I think if you're expecting it, you're probably going to be a few steps ahead of most people. All right. Anything else? Nope. Perfect. Um, (laughs) So I think, kind of going along your lines, um, the best way to prepare for culture shock is to anticipate what you will encounter before you go. Yeah. Um, So 
and I think I guess my pro tip would be a lot of people expect the sites, you know, the the poverty or orphans or dirt roads or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you see the pictures. We're all used to pictures. Um, but I think the the three biggest variables that contribute or build on that that people don't anticipate most of the time is uh, the smell, the food, and the language. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the yeah. smell smells can be overwhelming. Uh, and that can be a huge piece that you never think about until you land. Right. Um, the food, which we all know will experience different foods, but I think maybe you know, informing yourself on the types of foods you're going to be eating and kind of mentally preparing for that a little bit mm-hmm. um, will help kind of alleviate some of the, the shock. And then uh, finally, the language. I think, you know, obviously we know people in other countries speak different languages, but I don't think we uh, a lot of times especially if it's your first trip, you don't really anticipate how uh, how that makes you feel when everybody else around you is speaking a different language right. and it's just you and eight other people that speak English yeah. and how that can kind of really kind of rock your mind a little bit. Um, and yeah. I would say, you know, to prepare, you know, talk about it openly with your team. Uh, and it's okay to wrestle with these experiences. It's normal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you kind of mentally prepare a little bit and anticipate it really... Uh, it, it won't smack you upside the head, you know, and, and, and right. basically handicap you for the, for your trip. Yeah, um, you'll be able to work through it. Yeah, it's good. If you have a question that you'd like answered, you can tweet at us at Prep My Mission, like Abigail did, or you can email us at podcast at preparemymission.com or send us a message on Facebook. That works too. So, man, our conversation was a little shorter than normal, and yeah. I think it's just because. I mean, it was deep. I mean, that was yeah. like, that was a deep topic. <laughs> and it's just like, you can only hold your breath and stay deep for right, so long before exactly. you got to come back up and talk about, <laughs> uh, talk about, I don't know, yeah. the Braves. Well, I think quality matters. Quality rather than quantity. Oh, right? no, we have to hit a certain time. <laughs> um, no. Um, so what's happening on the website? We're going to roll right into this. I've got, we've got two new things for you. I've got two new things to tell you about. And the first one is a short little about video, which we recorded and put on our about page. So if you go to preparemymission.com slash about, uh, you can not only read about how we kind of got started and why we do what we do, um, but watch a little short video. Um, so if you've never seen what we look like, you could check that out. It's kind of scary. Weird. <laughs> uh, and uh, we kind of explain in about... Uh, 60 seconds what we're all about and hopefully give you a little bit more of a a real person feel not just like you're reading an organization's bio or something you know what I mean yes all right and then finally the compass tea so last weekend we were taking some pictures and we've been writing you know what we really believe that this come this tea represents and really talking about that a lot Mm -hmm. Um, and then putting together a video for it you can view all that stuff uh, at preparemymission.com slash compass. Uh, so we put a lot of time and effort into that. And then outside of the website, don't talk about this too much, but we actually have an, well, I guess I do. <laughs> we have an email list, and we were working really hard for those on our email list this week as well. Um, so it's not technically on the website, but it's part of our website. Uh, and we were giving away a bunch of free T-shirts this mm-hmm. week and shipping those out. A little behind the scenes, what we do <laughs> when we're not working on the website is we're working on that kind of stuff right. too. So you can, if you want to join our email list, 
and be part of that side of things as well and maybe get a free t-shirt every now and then or free sticker or whatever, oh, visit yeah. preparemymission.com slash email. Is that enough plugs? Yeah. That's a lot of plugs. That lot. That's all right. We missed a week. Yeah, we had a lot to say, <laughs> uh, a lot to catch up on. Um, anything else we want to catch up on? We got time. We can just hang out and drink <laughs> sweet tea. Do you want to, Do you want some sweet tea? I need I a refill here in a minute. Uh, so... <laughs> For the next couple of podcasts, we're gonna we're we're getting ready to go on our see we got time so let's just hang out. Okay. Um, we're going to Honduras in a couple of weeks. In fact, a, a like little a over a month. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna well over the next two podcasts we're gonna talk about that a little bit more and we're actually gonna you know prepare our minds and hearts. At least this is the plan. We'll see. Yeah. We may record it and be like, we can't share that. Uh, prepare our minds and hearts and ask us, ask ourselves questions yeah. so that we walk into the trip um, with the right focus. Yeah, absolutely. Am I just, should we end this? Am I rambling too much? <laughs> well, yeah, we're good. That's good. <laughs> I don't oh, know good. what else to say. You're good. We got to go mow the yard. Uh, and that's it for this episode of the podcast. We'll have another podcast for you two Tuesdays from now. We won't skip out on this one. Uh, and that'll be on July 7th. Um, so between now and then, don't forget out. Don't forget to check out our newest tea, the Compass Tea, at preparemymission.com slash compass. And remind yourself of the direction you're heading. Uh, you can find the show notes for this podcast, like a link to the video we listened to at the top with Francis and David, uh, as well as previous episodes of the podcast at podcast at preparemymission.com slash podcast. Uh, and finally, if you visit preparemymission.com, you will find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, where you can connect with us and be encouraged by posts uh, all week long. Until next time, I'm CJ. And I'm Terry. And thank you for listening. <laughs>